my childhood best friend Ellen and I were inseparable. Not only did we attend the same school, we also signed up for the same 4-H clubs and Odyssey of the Mind teams. We played in every possible musical group we could find together. Her mom, who I lovingly refer to as Papa Louie and her dad, Lieb, were both just the most amazing humans. I spent many days and nights and weekends at Ellen's house, and there was even a time in my life when it was my temporary full-time home. You see, as a child, my family had very little. I wore hand-me-downs that were not always the right size, shoes that were too small, and coats that weren't quite warm enough. I did not see the doctor very often, And I remember one time I fell down the stairs and injured my leg, and my mom and I decided we would try to walk it off. But after a few days, it was still very swollen and painful, so we bit the bullet and went to urgent care to find that I had broken my ankle. As a child, I suppose one of the things that sticks in my memory the most is that we did not always have enough to eat. So Ellen's family saw that I had a need and would do all that they could to help me to survive. They fed me, they gave me birthday gifts, made me feel as if I was one of them. They helped me to know that someone out there loved me for who I was, as awkward as I was. A big part of that relationship also centered around the fact that Ellen's family is Jewish. I was always included in their holy celebrations. Most of you are familiar with Passover and Hanukkah, but we celebrated others. My favorite was Yom Kippur. It was a day that we fasted intentionally, and we thought about those things in our lives that we needed to ask forgiveness for. And we gathered with their Jewish community, who also took me in as if I was one of their own, with love and compassion, It was a day of great ritual, which is why I love ritual today. But I share this story with you because there is absolutely no way I would be standing here today if it weren't for them. The family that gave me hope when things seemed too dark to find my way out. I know from stories that are told on Yom Kippur and Passover that they have great hope that springs from their faith, the history of their people, and no matter how dark the world becomes, they still choose to believe. Inspirational speaker and podcast presenter Lewis Howes tells of a story about a Jew, Yankel, who owned a bakery in Crown Heights. He survived the camps. He once said, Do you know why it is that I'm alive today? I was just a kid. A teenager at the time, we were on a train in a boxcar being taken to Auschwitz. Night came and it was freezing, deathly cold in that boxcar. The Germans would leave the cars on the side of the tracks overnight, sometimes for days without food and, of course, without any blankets to keep us warm. Sitting next to me was an older Jew, a beloved elderly Jew from my hometown. I had recognized him but had never seen him like this before. He was shivering from head to toe, and he looked terrible. 
So I wrapped my arms around him and began rubbing him to warm him up. I rubbed his arms, his legs, his face, his neck. I begged him to hang on. All night long, I kept the man warm this way. I was tired. I was freezing cold myself. My fingers were numb, but I didn't stop rubbing heat onto this man's body. Hours and hours went by in this way. Finally, night passed and morning came. The sun began to shine There was some warmth in the cabin. And then I looked around the car to see some of the other Jews that were with us. To my horror, all I could see were frozen bodies. And all I could hear was deathly silence. Nobody else in the cabin made it through the night. They died from the frost. Only two people survived the old man, and me. The old man survived because somebody kept him warm, and I survived because I was warming somebody else. 